Can I help you? What do you want? We did it. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Schooled in the Year of Our Lord 2021. I'm Liv. And I'm Mel. And we're so glad to have you back. Uh, new year, new us, mm -hmm. maybe. 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 <laughs> we may just be the same old us in a different month. <laughs> right, right. Um, but we are not going to extend this intro we're going to jump right into our honor roll and um who's the first person on the honor roll for you this week Mel? so the first person on the honor roll for me is um i mean the first black woman south asian vice president national you know holding a national office like I mean need I say more but no. Vice President Harris gets all the gold stars all the flowers all the scratch and sniff stickers from me this Madam VP Madam VP so um we're still on an a high because we are recording this the day of the inauguration or the evening of the inauguration so everything's still very fresh but um i just felt such pride watching her being inaugurated inaugurated today did you cry no i'm not a crier oh, i am and i cried and um yeah i cried girl i wanted to like i could fit i felt feelings you felt things fuzzy <laughs> warm things but a tear did not make it out oh no i i boohoo cried oh my gosh <laughs> i did it joe cried oh, <laughs> yeah because it was just so first of all there was just so much black excellence yeah and like black woman magic that's what I call like black girl magic that's grown yeah we need to stop calling it girl magic let's say black woman magic okay yeah um <laughs> I mean I I low-key wanted to cry when I saw Barack and Michelle oh I mean because I was just like I wasn't well, ready I was not ready I mean you know, everyone else was wearing their, you know, their Sunday best. Everybody, you know, looked cute <laughs> or whatever. But baby. <laughs> oh, my word. I was just like, Michelle did not come to play with us today. And I didn't even get to watch that. I didn't watch them. I watched live. them come down the steps when, like, they were preparing to say their name. No. See, I would. First of all, I can't talk. I was dealing with a small child today who did not want to stay in class. So during that time, I was just like, oh, my gosh, you are ruining things. Just stay in class. <laughs> but um, 
so yeah I had to go back and watch and I could only see the back of her hair once I finally got to watch and then as I saw the images come in online and um all the videos I was just like oh my god this is amazing like I know Obama was there I know Barack was present but I can't tell you anything about what he looked like today Mm-mm. at all Mm-mm. because yeah. I'm sure he had a nice cut or whatever but yeah I'm sure he had a nice little fade but it was just <laughs> so so much swag and sauce and elegance and just style and finesse it was like it was giving you hot girl like looks mm-hmm. easy I loved it so much. But also seeing them made me think about how I felt in 20, um, well, I was going to say 2019, 2009 during his Mm -hmm. first inauguration. And it was just that same type of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm watching this right now. So I loved every moment of it. Yeah. So who's first on your honor roll or was that the first person on your honor roll? I mean, it's so many people to celebrate today, but I also want to celebrate um, 22-year-old Amanda Gorman. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay, before we get into the poem, The Yellow. Oh, my goodness. I, okay, I, I love yellow on black people. Love it. It is our color. Oh. It is our color. It was made for us. It was made for us. <laughs> Like the way that, and then it's like the sun was hitting just right. Like it was just so beautiful. Like the whole aesthetic of it. Um, and it was just, I don't know. I just think the, like just the aesthetic quality and just the mood of the day, because like it started off cloudy, yeah, you know, kind of dark, gloomy. It snowed a little bit, a little sprinkle of snow. And then it's like the clouds just lifted. Mm-hmm. As this once that helicopter was gone. Baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were ready. They were like, okay. The the sun is started snowing. Huh? I say, and then it started snowing. Yeah, it snowed for like a hot second. It did snow. Oh my goodness. So yeah, it was literally like that scene out of the whiz. When Eveline, like, you know, is killed by Dorothy, played by Diana Ross. And, you know, the people break out of their little, like, sweatsuits that make them look like little patchwork hobbits or whatever they were working in a sweatshop. And, you know, just can can you feel a brand new day? Well, side note, and I know my black heart is going to be revoked. You've never seen The Wiz. I've never seen it all the way through. I can't make it through. I fall asleep or something happens. That is one movie I have not been able to get through. I'm not going to revoke your black card. However, I must ask you this. Do you like me? I don't think you like musicals, though. Do you like musicals? Um, I do sometimes, but I still haven't gotten through Hamilton either. Well, I mean, I do think you should probably familiarize yourself with the Wiz. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this summer, I definitely um, try to go through one of those, like, have you seen these Black films or whatever? Yeah. Um, 
and I got through like Boys in the Hood. I got oh, through all yeah. the other things. <laughs> oh gosh, I just could not get through the Wiz. You got so, through Boys in the Hood this past summer, but you couldn't get through the Wiz. <laughs> make it make sense. I know. I know. Because, like, I tried to do one of those, like, okay, these are the black films you have to see. And I try to, like, go through and hit the ones that I haven't seen yet. But so much of, like, those movies are about black trauma. But that's a whole conversation. So. Right. So, anyway, um, I did love her poem. And just thinking about, you know, our backgrounds in English. I was just so proud of the work that she did. Like, I felt like I was her teacher, even though I wasn't. If that had been one of my former students, oh, my God. Because I was sitting there, like, the imagery, the illusions, like, the the rhythm. Like, it was hitting all the, like, literary devices. And then also, it was also, you know, a calling to literary ancestors. You know, mm-hmm. with I, the repeated, like, I rise throughout, like, it was just like, it was just such a good poem. It was so beautifully done. And also, it was just so symbolic of, like, the importance of young people. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the inauguration is not just something for old fuddy-duddies, you know? Um, yeah. And so I just, I just appreciated that inclusion of it. Um, when we get to the principal's office, I can talk about what I did not appreciate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who could have stayed home today? But a lot of folks. Um, so if you have not read the poem, just take a look. The transcript is out there on the internet. So, um, it would be a great piece to um talk about in your class. Read dissect annotate all the english things we're definitely doing a warm-up with it tomorrow um and it was oh it was just so good like and then it also like was a she mentioned like i don't know it just had so many references and tied different people who were present and there and it was like a call kamala story it was also like a reference to like michelle obama like there were just so many things. It was just so beautiful and so black. And I loved it. I know. Oh my gosh. It was just, it was a high for today. And then also, um, my last thing, really quickly, I do love that they did a um student friendly friendly version mm. of the inauguration um on Discovery Ed. Um, so I love that. That was mm-hmm. just great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to have the access for our kids. I appreciate that as well. I like that, you know, because this is an important moment for kids to see, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that because I honestly don't remember watching any inaugurations when I was growing up. I cannot recall um, that either, but I vaguely, vaguely remember. Seeing Maya Angelou do her poem at Clinton's, was it first or second inauguration? Uh, I believe it was his first inauguration. So um, I vaguely remember that, but definitely didn't watch Bushes. Um, And then 
everybody was lit for Obama's. Yeah, that's true. That is very, very true. I remember people lost their minds on campus. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I remember during Obama's inauguration, I was at, I had a very different inaugural experience. Hmm. And maybe not so much the inauguration. No, people did lose their minds during the inauguration. Like, uh-huh. it was lit. Um, when he won the election, it was a weird, like, I mean, but I also went to college in Mississippi. So it was, uh, yeah, there was a lot of like, as much as people were excited and joyful. And I was actually talking to like my best friend about this yesterday, like how you can have like all this excitement and joy about something, but also like fear at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was like one of those things like, okay, are the, are the whites going to like show their tails today in Mississippi. Yeah. Um, so it was like when he won the election, it was like one of those feelings on campus. But um the inauguration, yeah, it was it was definitely lit. So we'll get to the principal's office soon and very soon. But let's go ahead and and continue jumping in about the um inauguration. So what were some of the highlights for you today? Some of the highlights for me today were, I know we already talked about our forever first lady, Michelle Obama's ensemble and the looks and the style. But no, like, let's, I just can't let it go. That was like the highest of the highlights for me. Um, It was just stunning. Like the hair, the bent girl, all of that. Um... Oh, I'm so sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but I also forgot to highlight her hairstylist, Yenny Damsoy. I am probably butchering her name, um, but this young lady did a work today. But go ahead. Yeah, I I totally agree. Like the way her like just her hair was just a highlight. Like of in and of itself, it was just like so full and bouncy and like luxurious like I didn't get that could you try again Siri (laughs) be great um but yeah her hair was just so it just reminded me of those (laughs) this is going to be a terrible comparison but it just reminded me of those commercials for like the like hair dye or perms that you would see like back when you were a kid and it was like super Mm -hmm. and shiny and it's like, you know, when they twirl around, it's like all these different like <laughs> layers and like, it was just, it was a good job. That silk press was amazing. And I was like, seriously considering booking a hair appointment, but I was like, girl, <laughs> like, first of all, pandemic, where are you going? Where are you where going? Are you- <laughs> Stop. That's what we're not doing. Um, but I'd also like to point out another highlight for, for me. I know we talked about the poem. Can we just talk about Joe Biden's speech? That was a little bit of a church yeah. highlight for me because it was giving me, and again, this is just my personal opinion. It was giving me Hillsong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's funny because all the commentary that I've been watching has been comparing it to all these other presidential speeches. And I was like, no, this is giving me non-denominational church. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Like, the scripture was definitely 
definitely second chronicle 714 um i was just like okay oh in the benediction today i don't know the black pastor who did the benediction they didn't call it a benediction they were just like we're gonna do a prayer but he prayed and i was like oh that was a good they should have started with that one but um that's neither here nor there um i know that person was mm, it was long it was long um, it was long. <laughs> like, good Lord, like it's, and you know, a prayer is long when people's eyes start opening, <laughs> right? Because, like, pretty much everybody's eyes were still open, but I was just like, this is so interesting. Um, let's see, other highlights for me today were, um, like there was this little like small moment where Michelle was pointing at Kamala and like that touched my heart. Yeah. I don't know what she I, I felt that and I just think it's so important for black women to support one another. And it's also something that like is not highlighted enough. And so that really, really, really blessed me. Um, mm-hmm. and I was just like oh my goodness um, I don't know it was just like a little warm moment and I just appreciated it and then also like no we can debate his stance on it but I appreciate President Biden calling white supremacy white supremacy right and because I think that's the first time that it's ever really been like blatantly stated by someone in an inaugural address and even in the commentary afterwards, like people were talking around it. Mm-hmm. People are talking about the, you know, the insurrection. People like talk around it, you know, but I really, really what like honestly that like made me actually go back and pay attention more to what he was saying because I was just like, oh, this sounds like a Joel Osteen sermon. And <laughs> I heard white supremacy and I was like, well, Joel ain't gonna say that. <laughs> He sure ain't. He will, he will not. not say that. But I was like, "This good Texas money." He will, he will not, not say that. But I was like, "Okay, okay." So, um, trying to think, any other highlights for me? Bernie Sanders. So they, um, in regards to his speech, I saw that even they they were even praising it on Fox News. Like George Wallace was saying, it was one of the best he's heard. Um since like 61 or something like that so yeah i don't know i'm just like if they over there on fox news praising it mm-hmm. it was and i mean it was i think it it definitely drove home the point of like we i get the unity piece you know what i'm saying but also i love that he spoke so blatantly about misinformation mm-hmm. and distrust and the way in which that the the previous president who shall not be named um kind of fueled this distrust of science and in facts you know like and i think even when we think about people who are not necessarily trump supporters or not necessarily you know people who are conspiracy theorists even question facts now because of that cycle that was started 
Right. Um, so I just I just appreciate that fact, and and like I said, it was it was good. I I appreciated it. Um, yeah. Do you have any other highlights? <clears throat> um, what were my other highlights? I think I said everything that really you know. Okay. Well, I was a bright spot for me because. So I didn't get to sit and watch a lot of it. I watched most of it, but I was in and out my office. Yeah. So I just kind of yeah. had to get what I could. Um, I always loved the parade, even though it looked a lot different this yeah. year. I did love, um, I always like when the, when presidents, I like get out of the car <laughs> and walk to the White House. Yeah. Um, and so I enjoyed that. And then of course to see, Howard's band. Yes, H-U. Madam BP. I I just love the HBCU representation and like the dance girls. I'm like, when will we ever see these beautiful black bodies dancing in front of one of our highest elected officials? Right. <laughs> Never. So I love that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I also love all the memes that are coming out about Hi. the Mocking Jay that was Stephanie's chest today. The what? The Mockingjay that was on Stephanie's chest. Today she was in Stephanie mode. Oh, she wasn't in Stephanie mode. I had to remember who Stephanie was, girl. <laughs> was definitely in Stephanie who sings in show choir mode. <laughs> right. Stephanie, the Broadway, aspiring Broadway star mode. She gave us glee. Um, which I love. I love Stephanie. So I was here for the glee-ness of it all. Um I knew she couldn't just be regular. No, she couldn't just be regular. And I mean, some people were like, you know, we can we can discuss the musicality of it all and the tech technical pieces that were not mm-hmm. technically there. Um, but for the most part, I just appreciate that she gave us a good regular schmegular um national anthem because you know, some folks want to come up there and do too much. And, you know, sometimes you don't have it in you to do all that. Right. But I appreciated that she just came up there, sang the song, gave us one verse and sat down. <laughs> like That was it. That's all she had to do. Um, it really just I like when she walked up there, I was just hoping that she wasn't going to do what Christina Aguilera did to the Christmas song. Oh, and I love Christina Aguilera. It's just you don't need all that sometimes, you know. Just sing it straight. Sing it straight. I appreciate like. that she's listen. I just appreciate that she sang it straight. Like, I mean, were there people who did it better? Absolutely. <laughs> like, right. I mean, there's been comparisons to Beyonce and Aretha Franklin, but but why? But why? Because Stephanie is neither of them. Okay, so I don't even know why we're comparing apples and raisins at this time. So, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like she came and did what, you know, she was supposed to do. Another highlight for me, just a brief highlight. When you said the memes, I appreciate all of these memes of Bernie Sanders. (laughs) Me too. My favorite one was like, I don't F with you as a person. Oh my goodness. My favorite one is the one that was like, this is a teacher on lunch duty. 
<laughs> or recess duty. I can't even remember what duty it was, but it doesn't matter what duty you have. If you are a teacher that's on duty, you 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 look like that at some point. Right. Oh, but yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed the the good giggle here and there that we were given. Um, I also am here for all of the DC soul food joints having special meal deals for the inauguration. I'm here for that. Yes, get your money. Um, uh, I mean, I can't get there, but get your money. You sure can't. I feel some type of way about that, but that you know, hey, who are me? Mm -hmm. And otherwise, so I'm just gonna stay at this house and. But I think, you know, pretty much we've done well in the DMV to stay at home, yeah. you know, given the rise of everything that's been going on. So, Random. I just thought about the hug uh, Michelle Obama gave VP Harris at the end as everybody was exiting the stage oh. or the platform. And it just reminded me of like one of those really good church hugs. Yes. like. CNN panned a little too fast because I know it was long. It was lengthy, like a good, like, yes, girl. Like, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Like, if you hold on just a minute too longer, too long, I'm going to break down right here. Yeah, it was one of those altar was- call. Um, yeah. <laughs> very much and so. And I very much appreciate it. And then also, it's just a good, I don't know if you've ever experienced one of those, like, good like sister I mean you have sisters like a good sister hug will yeah. you know it was one of those hugs and it was a hug that like I don't think too many other people there could have given her no no um, not at all but I, oh let's talk about JLo for a second I thought we were going to talk out. about her in the principal's office well um, I also thought about a meme that I saw that said Ashanti in the background singing for Jayla. Oh my gosh, I sent a text to my friends. I was like, This sounds like Ashanti is on this track. We all know that that was a pre recorded track. Um, because she didn't have all that vibrato like, she usually has. They were like, She doesn't look that bad. Or she doesn't no, not look because she never looks bad. But they're like she doesn't sound that bad. Um, but America the Beautiful is a very simple. Melody. It is a very simple song. Um, now, if they would have switched her to Stephanie songs, <laughs> we would have heard something else. But I mean, I think we all know. I don't think it's. And, and let's be clear. I like a good J Lo bop every now and then. You know. But um, I think we all know that she's just not a she's not a singer, okay? She's yeah. an entertainer, and um, again, you know, I, I would I have picked her? No. However, I understand that some of these things are about more than just can someone sing. You know, it's about the whole picture and inclusiveness. I can honestly think of several other, you know, Latina singers that they could have selected, but again, not my decision. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was interesting though when she kind of like 
brought in the verse of let's get loud or or like the i don't even know the chorus of let's get loud in the middle of america the beautiful i miss that oh yeah girl it's it's yeah mm -hmm. it's in there she she like she made it her own but i don't know if she should <laughs> Oh my gosh, I didn't yeah. even watch because that was another moment I had to like step away, but um, I was like, oh, it's J-Lo. I can step away real quick. Oh no, I need to go back. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was definitely a, a little snippet of Let's Get Loud inserted in, in, in the song. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I mean... I I never have any expectation. Well, my expectations are always low when when J Lo is coming to sing us a song. <laughs> now she's coming to dance. Oh, well, if she's giving me pyrotechnics and dancing, then absolutely I'm here for it. But um, yeah, I don't that that wasn't going to do it for me. Um, however, and I know some people will, will maybe. And I like a country music song here and there. I wouldn't have picked Garth Brooks to do it. No. But I again, I understand why they picked him to do it because he was a Republican. So, or he is a Republican. So, I understand the the optics of unity and you know what I'm saying like you got to paint this picture sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I would have definitely chosen like Chris Stapleton. Anybody. Um, Somebody else. Yeah. I was just like, and then he was up there looking all like big and bloated and bronze. And I was like, what is going on? And then he started <laughs> to sing acapella. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody wants to hear your stripped down version of Amazing Grace. And then had the nerve to do more than one verse. I was like, okay. All right. Please <laughs> sit now. Like hand the mic, let's do a mic toss and hand it to Brother Barack and let him you get feel, in. You feel like Barack? That was my least favorite. Um, so I forgot he even saying because you know, and I love like you know, I love that they had an A and B and C selection. <laughs> But it was just one of those things where it's just like, I don't know. It just wasn't giving me, it wasn't, it didn't give me, I don't know. It didn't give me what I would have liked. However, like I said, I understand like the importance of painting this picture of unity and coming together. And in order to do that, you have to have different types of voices so I understand the importance of doing that because for somebody that Garth Brooks Amazing Grace did it for him that was somebody's <laughs> shout today it was not mine um, I don't know probably maybe some of those Republicans that voted for Biden who you know were like I just I cannot do Trump again because like I just cannot you know I don't know why I put that extra country voice on, but I feel like that's how they sound. Well, I mean, I also think it's important to highlight that not all Republicans are Southern. Right. You know? Right. Um, that's what I was like. I don't know why I put that And voice, not all but... country music 
fans speak with the twang. But however, I mean, Liv, we're both fairly Southern anyway, so. We are. So that's who I see. That's who I associate yeah. with that. Yeah, so, I, anyway. get it. I mean, I knew I knew what you were going for. <laughs> I know, don't come to my neck on the internet. Yeah. Um, but since we are, it sounds like we're already kind of in the principal's office. Um, yeah, we're in the hallway of the principal's office. <laughs> walking down the hall. Mm-hmm. Um, so all the people, I think they were mentioned a lot today. They were vaguely referenced to several times. Yes, they were. Yeah, um, I'll let you go ahead and introduce who's in the principal's office because I love the name that you have. Oh, I'm not giving them that name. Oh, okay, don't I'm give not, it. Just say that. I'm not giving them that name. <laughs> um, well, the people who are in the principal's office, and they're not even in the office, they're just expelled. Um, right. From, yeah, they just expelled and because I don't even want you. Yeah, you know, like sometimes, and I don't know if you're right. I don't know if this ever happens, but sometimes you just go straight to the district disciplinary hearing. You know, like yeah, sometimes the decision is deferred to the district to make those decisions. I don't know if that actually happens, but I think it does. I mean, you can just be like, well, not really. You kind of go. Through yeah, you have multiple hearings, but we're yeah. we're skipping all of those. This is an unprecedented. Um, situation. So we're skipping the the disciplinary processing. You're just going straight to to juvenile detention with this one. Um, <laughs> like, do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Um, and I wonder if they got their stimmy. Anyway, um, the gutter butt trollops who decided to. <laughs> have an insurrection at the nation's capital, the nation's capital that we today just saw have an amazingly beautiful transition of power. I mean, we don't necessarily have to give you the context. We don't have to tell you what happened. We all know what happened on January 6th. Um, so yeah, they are expelled, dismissed. Don't come by here. Don't walk past the school. Um, don't breathe in the school's direction. Mm-mm. And yeah, I mean, I know we keep talking about how we're gonna work on restorative justice on school in terms of our um <laughs> discipline with the people we put in the principal's office on this year's show, but now to restore. And I have been enjoying the exposed of it all like because you decided to wear your work badge while you went to go do something wildly um illegal so people been losing their jobs and and again like I said I, w- I wonder if you're gonna get your stimmy because you know some people ain't get the $600 um but I mean I guess maybe they some of them probably got the $600 and that's how they got to the capitol um, but yeah, I just yeah, that's who's in the principal's office for me and Garth Brooks. But <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um I think I also want to put people who are joy suckers. Woo girl. 
<laughs> I'm just going to put it out there because, yes, we know that America is not fixed today because of the inauguration of a new president or vice president or even that the Democrats have taken control over the Senate. We understand that America is not, you know, where it needs to be and all the systems that have been in place that have um, supported these, um, you know, power structures, they have not been demolished. Like, we understand all of this. Let people have their moments, though. Can we feel joy? Mm-hmm. Can we be joyful that we have a Madam VP? Let people wear their chucks and pearls. Like, let people yeah, live. Let people live. Just, and it's hard to find joy in a pandemic that's been going on for 50, 11 years Literally. now. <laughs> Literally. I mean, like, just let people enjoy what brings them joy. And, you know, I will be grateful. I know a lot of people talk about cancel culture, but I'll be glad when we get out of the habit of contrarian culture. Yeah. Because I think some of the joy sucking of it all is just like being a contrarian because you want to say something that is provocative. Or you don't want to say what everybody else is. You want to, you want to be unique and different and have a different point of view. But sometimes you're just being a contrarian. So, um, and I mean, we've seen a lot of like joy sucking and contrarians over the course of, you know, just life in general. But like, it's definitely been like ramped up due to the pandemic and especially like the election of a new president, like. I'm sorry, but you can miss me with all the Kamala slander. You can miss me with any Obama slander. Um, And I understand that these people are not perfect people. And I understand like that some of their views and, you know, actions may be problematic. Totally get that. But I don't want to hear that. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to have a debate with you about it. Like, I'm not dragging a black woman with you. Like, it's just not going to happen. Um, especially because a lot of this, um, being a a joy vampire is like, I think personally it's rooted just in people's like inability to be happy for other people. Yeah, very much so. And I think, you know, people's personal perspectives, lives or whatever probably have something to do with that. But if you always have something negative to say and no suggestions, no, no suggestions, no actions, anything like then I don't know. It's just like, then what are you saying? Like, just stop. And I've also noticed that with people who are talking about I've noticed a lot of people like having conversations about the black middle class or the black bourgeoisie or, you know, aligning themselves with like black people in poverty and. I think class is a necessary conversation, especially as we're talking about politics and policies. But if you yourself live in a gated neighborhood or three-story mm-hmm. house or that has a mortgage or you have tenure at your job or you have benefits and you go and buy a new pair of Nikes whenever you get a chance or you got to sew in that you get religiously every four weeks, like I'm not really trying to hear you talk about class and how, you know, the black middle class is what's destroying, you know, our people. Like, because if you are in the black middle class, 
you know what I'm saying? It's hard to like, it's hard for you to judge everybody else when you're doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And so, I don't know. I just think a lot of it is just people wanting to be, wanting to be provocative, honestly. And I just, I'll be glad when contrarian provocateur culture is over. It's just like that annoying person in class who just says stuff to just be saying and they want to get a good laugh. And But now the people are on the internet trying to get likes and become Instagram famous. But And you know what it reminds me of? The kids in like elementary school, like when you're talking about like Santa Claus or the Tooth Fairy, and it's always that kid that's like, Santa Claus isn't real. Like, shut up. Like, that is not real. Like, why would you do? Like, can't people just be happy? Like, the truth oh is not real. Your mama gave you that. Like, mind your business. That's <laughs> what you need to do. And if you're raising children to do that to other people's kids at school, please stop because it traumatizes people's kids. Right. It really does. So if that's how you operate in your household and Santa Claus and the two fair ain't real, that's well and good. Just tell your child, don't go to school like doing that. Cause yeah, it's not, it's not okay. And then they come in my office because they've been fighting. right. Cause somebody hit them. <laughs> Cause somebody popped them. Guys, oh my word. So, um, with that being said, today has actually been a really good day. Um, I know it's not over yet. They have all the balls and concerts and everything tonight. Are you going to watch the Food Fighters? What? Girl, no. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. I'm not. Oh, my goodness. I just had to ask. But with, anyway. With um, the lineup for concerts, one last comment. Somebody was like, you know... It must have been who was available and willing to come, like, during a, you know, panini. <laughs> and my whole thing is just, like, I mean, that that is probably valid. I'm just glad they didn't ask Bow Wow to do anything. Oh, Broward word. What did y'all call him? Broward, uh... Oh, I forgot I what know. somebody called him. It was something like Broward, Woward. <laughs> I'm just glad they didn't ask him to get up there and do anything yeah because I don't know what I did to the city of Houston like I love Houston I don't even know what I did wrong it's not my concert get out it just reminded me of that kid that gets in trouble and then they're like but but I wasn't the only one right (laughs) But you were the one that got caught. Like, oh my god, that's hilarious! You know what lives rent free in my what? head? Elizabeth from uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> you know what lives rent free in my head? That someone just sent me again. This week, there are like two favorite clips that I have on the internet, and the first one is like Patty LaBelle forgetting the words to this Christmas. I love that clip, but also the second clip is Patty's mortal enemy, Aretha Franklin, 
talking, and I believe she was talking about J Lo when she said beautiful gowns. <laughs> right. I have seen. <laughs> Great gown. That's what I kept thinking when J Lo was singing today. But like, girl, you always gonna look Mm -hmm. good. She did. She looked great. Speaking of always gonna look good, did you see um, Rosario Dawson was there with her boo? I did. She was there with Corey. Oh, (laughs) did she look? I mean, she looked how she always looks. I mean, you know, kind of like a little bit like. You know, Lisa Bonet, but not Lisa Bonet. <laughs> that is so. Shady. But is it not factual? Think about it. I mean, I definitely got a clear image when you said that. <laughs> Lisa Bonet, but not Lisa Bonet. Yeah, I always get her confused with. Um, no, <laughs> I know who you get her confused with. Zoe Zaldana. Maybe I don't get her confused with anybody. Maybe it's you, just her. She's, she's not, not super memorable, except for that she looks like Lisa Bonet, but not Lisa Bonet. I don't know. I'll find it, but anyway. Um, so we're glad to be back in 2021. We have some exciting things planned. I'm really excited about I'm February. I'm very excited about our so. February series. And I'm still on the prowl looking for guests. Um, but yeah, we can talk about that later. Oh, my goodness. February starts next week. January was a long month. Wait, February starts next week. Yeah, when this episode comes oh, out, it'll uh, be next week. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You're right. But January was long. Um, so, anyway, we keep pressing forward. It will almost be a year in this mm-hmm. pandemic, this panorama. It has been. I've, I mean, it's definitely been a trial and a test. So, yeah. All I want to say before we sign off is um, I need my I need him to go ahead and run his student loan relief and um, go ahead and run me the extra stymie. <laughs> I need both of those things, but I also have additional requests in terms of student loans relief. I, mm-hmm. I just need to know how much of I, I want them to work on the um, Educator student loan forgiveness. I need them yes. to work that thing on out because I know the loan relief that they're talking about is just for undergrad, and that will be a great significant help to me. But I really need y'all to help me with this doctorate. <laughs> 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 like that's cute or whatever, but like Jill, girl, and doctor, doctor, doctor Jill. Jill okay, you know, listen. Where the money resides is in this doctorate. <laughs> and that's on who? Mary Exactly. Had so I need you to help me out, sis, Dr. Biden. Like, come on now. Listen. We really need to talk about like educator student loan relief in general because public service, like, come on. We do. And maybe that's a an episode that we can do 
coming up in this next season. Although it will probably give me an anxiety attack, but no, it's gonna be real short. Just run me. My yeah, money. the episode is just gonna say that over and over again. Run me my money. Run me my money. Run me my money. <laughs> That's it. My God, if you're not gonna pay me what we're worth, you know what? Make it worth something to um go Thank through school. Because, you know, I see so many people who, and I'm, this is a whole other rant, but don't you see sometimes see people who, like, either didn't go to college or they went to, like, a, you know, got a skill or got, like, a quick trade in, like, three to six months, and they out here making it and living, and then you, like, yeah. you sitting here like me looking at yourself, you like, okay, yeah, I got this degree or whatever, but... You wanna know how many times I consider being an HVAC technician? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I had in mind. Like, <laughs> I literally sat there like, okay, but you know, and it's like I love the fact that I have the education that I have, and that's something that nobody can take from me. Oh, yeah. But it does like it does get to me sometimes that like I look at people who went. And learned how to do lashes in six weeks and making money. Or even these young ladies who are creating these wigs mm-hmm. and they all they had to do was really learn how to sew. Um yeah. and I can sew. I feel like I should just be yeah. making wigs. And you know, we all have our little side hustles. Don't get me wrong. And I'm saying they shouldn't my side hustle is about to be HR right. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't make their money. Like, so I'm not hating on their hustles and saying they shouldn't make their money. I just want some money too. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's it. That That's it. it. I just want us all to be paid in the shade. And we have so much where people we don't have to have the inequities that mm-hmm. we have. I mean, we do have to have them for capitalists to make for capitalism to sustain, but we don't have to have them. But that's anyway, a whole that's another conversation story for, for a whole other day. But we um, can definitely have it here on school. So, so, in other news, when your HVAC goes out over the summer, just know who to call. All right, y'all. Oh, that's gonna be when my, you start your um, HVAC business. That's gonna be your. Yeah, that's gonna be. My yeah, I like that. That's cute. Live HVAC, but will I have to cut my nails? Probably to so. Or, 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 or you just start an HVAC business and you hire people to work like for you, and you manage. You know, true, true, true. Because you know, around May, <laughs> that stuff starts popping. Like, yeah. And you could really just worry May through July and, and get paid. Think about how many people now like. I know there are tons of HVAC businesses that were like booming because of the pandemic and like schools, like replacing certain like systems and stuff. Businesses and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Go ahead and start that HVAC business. Whew. Okay, y'all. That was a random <laughs> journey, but I still love what I do. But I mean, multiple, multiple streams. Multiple streams of income. <laughs> All right. Have a great week. We will ch- chat. Oh, I will get my words out. But we will chat. With All right. Bye. Week.